owner of the AWF, host of Call All-Stars, Call Superstar, 13-time Tag Team Champion and Pride Champion, this Scorpion is ready to shoot the shit as Sean Walsh presents the SWS. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, welcome to another edition of the SWS. I know it's been a long time, yeah, 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 but we're here. And I'm being joined by a very special guest, a man who maybe should have been on the show quite a while ago. But he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mason Chronic, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm just taking a break from the natural disaster outside. Oh, uh, yes. I just want to warn everybody that I might die during the recording process of this. Uh, there's some angry man named Dorian outside my house. He has a bad... I might get beaten to death. So we could have history, the first uh, first man to die on the show. If they die, they die. Ah, yes. There we go. So... Obviously, we we have a lot to cover. You know, uh, a lot of our uh, excuse me. I guess uh, my listeners are are familiar with your your current work in the past few years, especially you know recent the the murderer and the motherfucker. But I mean, this goes way way back. You know, you have been in call for a long time. We've known each other for a very long time. So I mean, first, how how did you come across uh, call, and why did you want to join it? How did I come across Kaw? <clears throat> now, do we want the answer that makes me being 10 years old look like a bad person? Like, I was I was 10 when I came across Kaw. And I was, you know, a very immature child uh, at the time. And I, I came across Kaw by watching this show. It's a very good show. It's actually still active to this day. Called Extreme Kaw Wrestling. Uh, ECW uh, with Tank and Papu Papu and you know all of them Excellent. well they went away for a while and you know no offense to whoever hears this but when they went away I was I was part of a group uh, in the I guess you would say IWC it was just uh, you were there too uh, we were like the NWO Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But we were, uh, not necessarily we, we were all a bunch of trolls. Uh, so I was, I was here trolling them, essentially. And then I came across somebody else, uh, who basically was like, you know, stop doing that. You're being an asshole. Uh, why don't you join Kaw as well? Now... I know, uh, I know who this person is, but for the sake of the show, and for the sake of your neck, I shouldn't bring this person up. Okay, uh, well, I'm glad my neck will be safer in yet another day. <laughs> Kinda. But yeah, so, alright, man, so is that, would that, being a part of, of that group, of course we're referring to the, the YWO, uh, would that be when we first, uh, met each other then? We first met each other in the YWO. <clears throat> yes, we did. But we didn't start talking uh, until 
probably two years after that. Like, we knew of each other. Right. I had joined uh, NJCW, uh, New Japan Car Wrestling. I had joined CCL. Uh, what was the name? Do you remember the, the the show that was done on Wii? Oh, Wii. Uh, was it um, was it VCW? Um... VCW, it might have been. We started talking more or less when I joined uh, DIW mm-hmm. and VCW. <clears throat> so I I would say we really started talking when I was about twelve years old. That sounds about right. Because I, I was just as young. I might have even been younger. So, so yeah, it, it, it dates all the way back then. And it's pretty crazy. Cause we knew each other back then. We got to know each other over the years. And so, when you got told by insert person here that you should actually be, you know, a part of the community and be in the shows, was, uh, was it Mason Chronic right off the bat? It was Mason Chronic right off the bat. <clears throat> However, it wasn't Mason Chronic right off the bat. Me being 10 years old at the time, I didn't know what I was doing. I was playing, uh, it was either SVR 08 or 09, one of them. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to steal a car formula, yes, off cause.ws because I don't know how to make good characters. On 2009, and then just edited up a lot. So, the original Mason Chronic like face morph for like 2009, 2008 was not of my own design. So I'm sorry to whoever I plagiarized. You're Mason Chronic now. Um, but it wasn't Mason Chronic right off the bat. Uh, I actually shuffled through like two names. And another thing that I do want to bring up since we're on this topic, it's been asked of me uh, before, and not necessarily by the community, but by select members of the community, so I do want to get something out of the way. So people ask me nowadays, it's more of a newer thing, it's not necessarily like from when I was around 10 years ago. People ask me why Chronic isn't necessarily based off myself, like my real-life self. As you know, Chronic's not based off my real-life self. Now, some personality aspects, especially in the the previous gimmick, those were very much based off myself. However, in the current iteration, not so much. But Chronic is not like me. Chronic is a six-foot-six... 300, near 300 pound white man. Well, I am here as a black Arican for those of you at home that is a black man and a Puerto Rican man. <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily Mason Chronic right off the bat. Chronic's formula has went through multiple changes. Um, 2010 wasn't made by me. That was me giving Eddie Mack the 2009 formula and letting it to convert into that. And from there, I got called Brock Lesnar for a good four or five years and was cyberbullied off the internet for five years. You know, well, in, in terms of kayfabe, we like to call that Japan. Uh, so if anyone was wondering where I was, 
I hated the community, the car wrestling community, for a good five years because of the Vivianverse. I, yeah, they bullied me off the internet. And we all know who the Vivianverse are. Um, but yeah, there. I know I went on a big tangent. No, no, that's, fi that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, of course, you know, and some people uh, are are aware of, I guess, the jokes. And I mean, and the jokes now are, are innocent. Uh, we're like, oh, you know, Brock Lesnar or whatever, because of the, the old call look that we saw in like CCL and, and used elsewhere. But certainly people back then were, their jokes were not meant to to make you laugh. They were meant to be harmful. And Yes, yes, very much so. I mean, these Vivian verse, and you know, I I've talked about the Vivian verse a few times with uh, a, a few other guests that were around during that time, and I I don't think, well, okay, I guess there's one person who came on and defended them, and that's Evan O'Shea, but uh, no surprise there, but everyone else seems to be in agreement that the Vivian verse was bad, and they were mean and they were cruel and they brought more bad then good i mean it's totally up to you but if you want to to elaborate on some of the things that they they said and did whether it's to you or to whoever oh boy and look i know nowadays and i need to say this because this could make some people mad at me. i know nowadays there are very few people from the vivian verse still around necessarily like they're around but if we're being honest if you were in the Vivian verse, you're basically nothing to half of cough. Nobody cares about you. Uh, you might be doing a show. Uh, you might be doing something. But your past defines you. And you're an outcast, essentially. Uh, but no. So if you were in the Vivian verse and you are looked at in a somewhat positive light, if you were involved firsthand in bullying me as a child, I'm not going to give a shit about you. I don't care who you are. I do not like you. And see, there's a couple people that for some reason are, you know, they're trying to repair their reputation. And I just want to make it clear on the Sean Walsh show that your reputation, no matter how many times you say sorry to me, will, will just not be fixed in my eyes. Because I, I just don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, what they did. All right. So, you know, it started out with just comments, right? And they would attack me in the comment section of, you know, CCL or NJCW. Even though NJCW stayed on 09 for so long. And 09 Chronic looked nothing like Brock Lesnar, with the exception of the hair. I personally, myself... Don't even think 2010 Chronic looked that much like Lesnar, uh, with exception of the hair. I mean, the face, if you ask me, looked like a, a love child between Lesnar and Vladimir Kozlov or some shit. But, you know, like I said, I didn't make that version. But anyways, so we're talking about what they did. Does using my character without asking me, without my permission, putting me on their show just to make me look bad, just to make their friends laugh. You know, booking me against Brock Lesnar 16 times just because they want to get the point across. Ha ha, 
Mason Chronic is Brock Lesnar. And then, you know, you remember when they tried to get rid of me? When they, they took my car, killed it off, and any time any other show would use it, they would say, didn't Mason Chronic die? Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. It, and another thing, does, do you remember Call Wiki? Oh, boy, I do. Oh. If you were on their radar, your Call Wiki would get trashed. It would be trashed beyond belief. I believe my uh, Call Wiki had me trained by Lance Storm, Brock Lesnar, and Dolph Ziggler. For some reason, uh, it said I was a quote-unquote Brock Lesnar ripoff who died. Uh, if any other shows were using me, I was either an imposter or some other zombie version of Chronic. I remember these word from word. And it, it got really bad on Xbox Live one time. I was, I was still a kid. And I had joined... I believe a party through Smokey uh, in like 2009. It was a voice chat. And Smokey didn't know. It was an open party. He didn't He didn't invite me. However, I joined and I started talking to them. And I don't even know if they knew I was chronic or not. But because I was a kid, some of these Vivianverse guys just told me straight up to fuck off. And just started attacking me in the party. And I was there. I was originally joining as like, you know, a like 10, 11 year old wanting to, you know, try and work out like my relationship. And need me remind you that these guys, most of them were all adults, at least in their older teen years, bullying a 10 year old. So. Yeah, they they did they did quite a lot to me, and they were still using Chronic as a joke for years. Up, actually, after I came back recently, I had to shut them down. And you know, they tried to do that 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 gang up bully mentality thing, but it wasn't until they saw that everyone was on my side now that I had the number. That, that people didn't care about them anymore, that they just stopped. They, so, yeah, fuck the Vivianverse. Um, yeah, that's for, about it. Yeah, for real. I mean, you know, because I, I, I mentioned uh, before about the uh, Call Wiki, uh, and, you know, they, they would put, you know, they put some of the ones, the, the pages I'd make, and they'd, you know, uh, they'd be like, like they took like Ben Hitman's and like, oh, he's a transvestite and he's dead. He got murdered, so he was also dead. Uh, and then what they'd a be dead man, Corbin. <laughs> and then they they had they loved to put cause that weren't in their fold into the shitty cause uh, group. Uh, so they they did that, which is why almost no one uses Call Wiki anymore because they 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 ruined it. And it's funny you you bring up you know a lot of these guys. At least the ones that are still around, because they have very big egos for themselves. Probably most likely because their lives are pretty shitty, and they think, "Oh, well, I was such and such, you know, ten years ago. Why isn't everyone bowing at my feet?" And then they have, you know, twenty subscribers, and no one, and they get three views a video, and no one knows who they are. And they're instead of taking the chance to show who they are, 
they just, you know, get offended by and they're like, oh, I'm the great blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, no one cares about you anymore. <laughs> they don't you get see, it. They, they thought they were going to remain on top all this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think the reason they were able to remain on top for as long as they were is because, well, uh, back around that time, I'd say, how long do you say the Vivian verse lasted? Oh, wait, uh, I'm maybe not sure, because I disappeared. Maybe 2012? 2012, yeah, not, probably, like, oh, wait to 2012. Um... Around that time period, a lot of the people in Kaunau, or a lot of the ones that were bullied, were also younger. Yes. They were younger, or they were ganged up on viciously. I know, uh, now, I really respect uh, Eddie Mack, but he was also a victim of him. Mm-hmm. They, they, they ganged up on him relentlessly over something stupid and, you know. So they were just not good people. No, they weren't. They and I'm I'm sure if Eddie was here right now, because I know he he has no love for the Vivian verse at all. He it, it's just terrible. What I remember for years, you know, I would see like they would trash CCL for whatever reason. I'm like, well, why does why do these guys hate CCL? And I look and at I've CCL. Al- and it wasn't I've bad. always I've always considered CCL one of the better shows. Yeah. Like if I was to name like a top five shows. CCL would be in there. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. And, and, and yeah, it's a great point you mentioned, you know. I mean, Eddie at that point, you know, he, he's younger than he is now, but he was still older at the time compared to, like, you know, me or you or some of these other guys that were younger. They had that power because we didn't know any better. Now we can be like, okay, yeah, fuck off. So, yeah, now they're not in control. They're in the past, but... With with all that that was going on, of course you were also in shows like DIW and WCCW and NJCW, which were ran by the same guy for those two. Uh, others, I'm sure, I'm probably not remembering. Were were those enjoyable? Um, and were you able to to enjoy being a part of them with all the other stuff going on? Uh, with NJCW and WCCW. Yeah, them two specifically, or are we also bringing in shows like DIW and VCW? Yeah, all, right. all, all those that weren't involved with all that, you know, crap. Okay, so VCW I enjoyed until me and the owner had a falling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, NJCW and WCCW, um, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed being part of it. However, after a while, and, you know, I, I, I always tell people what I think of their, their product. Uh, I just felt like some of the stuff back in the day got repetitive. There wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of story. And as you can tell from the modern iteration of Chronic, I, I like to be a story-driven character. Uh, DIW, though. DIW at the time was one of my favorite shows to be a part of. Um, so yeah, overall, uh, with shows that weren't involved with the Vivian verse or any 
sort of bully tactic or whatever. I had fun doing. But eventually, you know, that fun stopped and I left. I was also part of the AWF. Yeah, I was way just back about when. to bring that up. <laughs> you know, uh, well, go ahead. Yeah, so of course everyone I'm I'm sure is aware of your current AWF run, but if you if people remember, you know, as you were coming back, it was a bit a bit of a snippet from with the the promo video, but very briefly, you you were part of AWF and it's a part of its NXT show that only made it one season. Uh, so how did that come to be and how was that whole fiasco? How did me going about joining? I mean, should, uh, I think you know as much as I do because I can't remember. I don't know if you asked me or if I asked you. Well, I mean, or... at least you're right. You know as much as I do because I don't remember. But I, I but as far as I'm I aware... Do, I do remember uh, what was going on uh, with NXT. You, have, you actually had a voting system yep. uh, in place um, way back in the day. And at the time of my elimination, I was winning. You you were because this NXT is not like how like WWE like actually does NXT now. This was like you know competition. Oh yeah, NXT. we have to clarify. Yeah. yeah, this is this is season one NXT on USA Network after Raw. Was was that how they did it? They were I on Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi on yeah, Sci-Fi. Yeah, okay. they replaced ECW. So they. So I did it, and I was like, "Oh, okay. You know what? I can bring in some new people." And I was like, "I'll just take, you know, this NXT show." So I brought in like they were actual cause, you know, like you were on it. Uh, Steven Syntax was on it. I think he was Steven Viper. At Steven the time. Viper, at the time, yeah. Uh, and there were a few other guys. Um, I don't know if I can't remember if there's any that people are really uh. One of uh, one of one of Yankee Boy's calls were on there, and it it was uh, it was it was done like the competition. Now this was like SmackDown versus Raw 2010, I think. So, 2011. 2011. Okay, so there's not a lot you can do. So I I really tried to make it like the competition. So I remember the one thing I remember I had you guys do was like they had like a keg carrying thing in NXT. So I had you guys yeah, do you that with the steel steps. steps. <laughs> so you guys got timed running around the ring with the steel steps, um, which was awful. Uh, so that happened, and you guys would like get points, and you would um, like oh you would get immunity, and then like oh people would vote, and who would serve, who would uh, how they would rank, and you're right, you were at the top, and initially. You were supposed to win NXT. Uh, until politics. <laughs> until Sean Walsh, you've heard it here, is a politicking son of a bitch. Literally. Cause, so, one other thing we stole is that they were pros. They had, uh, you know, other guys that were on the AWF roster that were their pros. And so, Chronics Pro was Tattoo Taker, who at the time was the AWF world champion and their whole thing is that you and tattoo taker did not like each other at all 
He just didn't care to be there. He didn't like your attitude, and you didn't particularly like him. So that was your guys' well, kind of story. You know what they say. Nobody likes me. <laughs> oh, man. Little did we know then. Uh, but You know, look, if you would have kept me around, I would have had to go to Japan. Because <laughs> in story, that's the whole thing that pissed Chronic off. And Chronic's like, you know what? Fuck the United States. I'm leaving. Right. Because we did the thing where when it was decided, okay, you weren't winning NXT and you were going to get eliminated. So I was like, all right, we're going to do Chronic versus Tattoo Taker on an episode of NXT. And I think it was an AWF championship match. And yeah, AWF title uh, versus basically the NXT career. Yeah. And back then, the Sean Walsh character was a, was a dastardly heel. And he... And he did the whole, he was like, oh, well, you know, I can't risk uh, Mason Chronic winning the AWF title. Can't have that. So it, we did a whole, like, Montreal screwjob thing where Tattoo Taker puts you in the ankle lock, which he's never done before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is the submission that this man has never done before? <laughs> oh, there he goes. And I, because the cutscene was in the game, so I just did it, and I rang the bell, and Chronic was screwed over, and it was a... I, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to lead to you coming back. and Oh, yeah. It most definitely was. And it was going to lead to, I assume, you and Tattoo Taker, or you and me, or something at some point. It just never came to be. You see, it, it was supposed to be that way, but either I dropped off the face of the earth, or you just never followed through, or something happened. It's just... It, it turned out to it was going to be a storyline, very much so like the Daniel Bryan one, kind of mm-hmm. like where where he he was out and he'd come back, but it just never panned out. No, yeah, it, and it, it, w- w- whether way it, it went, you did end up because then you did end up uh, leaving, and you were how long were you gone for? Was it five years? Uh, yeah, it was it was five years. Uh. 2011, I think early 2011 was when I left. Okay. That sounds about right. And so, and then you, you left. Five years, give or take. Right, yeah. And you left, so were you, in those five years, were you doing anything call related or were you completely removed from it? I actually was doing uh, car related things. Um, there were shows there, there still are shows online. However, they're not as done online like they'd like you to believe anymore. A lot of them are done in highlight reel, much like a lot of us do nowadays. Mm-hmm. But they use people that they meet on like PlayStation and things like that. But anyways, I joined online shows like TXW. There was one called ROV Ring of Violence. Um, that's where... Some people know about my other character, Ray Sifo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he he's shown up. Um, yeah, I was doing car-related things just differently. Doing things away from the Vivianverse. The Vivianverse also tried to, to rear their heads in that, that scene. But they got shut out quickly, which was uh, quite favorable. Because <laughs> and and nobody mentioned anything about that afterwards. I think the only one 
Vivianverse associated that survived an online call was Brent Harvinator. And yeah, it's the only only guy who I know is still involved in that community today. He's not involved much here. Yeah, but that's but he 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 ran off over there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and, and before we, you know, come to your, your comeback and all, you know, one thing I should, probably should ask you earlier, you mentioned you watched the Extreme Call Wrestling, you know, what other shows, if any, besides the ones that you were part of, the caught your eye that you were, you were into back then, before you left? Back then, shows I wasn't a part of? Yeah. Well, I watched a lot of fantasy shows back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also did watch a lot of original shows. Um, I can't remember the name of this one, but I do know that uh, I believe I heard his uh, the man who did it passed away. He had characters like Eric Stanton and uh, I think one was Mark Brandle, Brandley, something like that. Um, uh, it was an original show. He had, like, the Kung Fu Kid. Uh, I really enjoyed that show. That was on, like, 09. I know one of his characters actually uh, transitioned into um, ECW. There yeah, was DWF, th- of course. I think Mark, D- Mark Brandle went to, to ECW. Yeah. There was uh, DWF. Of course, um, I watched SCAW. Um, I watched ICCW. Uh, what was Dan? Show? Oh, you know man. Dan. Yeah, he. Well, he had he he had three. Because uh, what? What was his first one? His first one was TCW, and then he went it to OMFG. Or actually, it was either TCW or OMFG. Then he did what was it DGW? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't care for much for DGW, but uh, the other two, I I believe I enjoyed. Um, those are those are just old shows. Whenever I started to come back, I was uh, <clears throat> and I wasn't involved in any shows, like other than COH. You right. were the one who got me got me there. Um, but when I came back and I wanted to get back into shows. CCL, uh, I was in talks with Eddie about getting back into CCL for the longest before I actually came back. Um, and I do just, I, I keep talking about Eddie. Uh, I'm very appreciative of what he's been doing in CCL with me as of late. Uh, more appreciative of him than I am how other people are booking me. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> and it's not you. So it's not there's me. a small there's a small list of people. So if you hear me, uh, Mister Electric, uh, <laughs> you hear me. Um, but yeah, there were there were some shows that I I've, I've kept an eye on and have enjoyed. Now let, let's uh let's talk about uh well actually before we talk about your comeback because I'm sure quite a few people are very curious about that let's let's go to a couple fan questions uh i have fans well questions from people maybe they're not fans 
Um, let's see how this goes. Uh, we have one from a fan, uh, Jay, who's saying, why am I such a fucking, uh, and then a, a word that starts with G that's, uh, not so nice. Why am I such a fucking gook? Just fucking say it, Sean. You, you, you said before. I do not. I thought you were Megan. <laughs> well, Facebook, Wait, Facebook just popped up report a problem. It sensed an issue. <laughs> Uh, I always thought you were Mexican, Jay. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't thought you were, uh, what, what is it you said? Uh, you're a goose? <laughs> Fucking say it. Just call me that already, goddammit. Well, like I said, I always thought you were a Mexican, Jay. Just <laughs> so like Andrew. <laughs> Just like the boy. Uh, next one from Scott. Why does no one like you? Uh, look, that gimmick, it was supposed to be that nobody liked me. It just happened that I picked a song that everybody liked, and then everyone was like, I like swearing. Motherfucker, bitch, bitch. <laughs> Why uh, do you think people like John Blackos now? Motherfucker stole my gimmick. Oh, we're, we'll, get, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. Uh, we have one from a, an, an Andy. Uh, how did that dark void feel? Winky face. Uh, I feel like I could have done it better. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, that's, that's, I'll leave it at that. Uh, what is this? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do, uh, one more for now and then we'll come back to fan questions later. Uh, this is also from Jay. How does it feel uh, when Carol tries to be like you every second, even going as far as to verbally and physically treat women like they're Stevie Richards? A Ryan Carroll question <laughs> on, on my edition of the Sean Walsh show. Look, it's no secret that, that I absolutely hate Ryan. <laughs> is it because I broke up with you, bitch? <laughs> I was getting to that. Of course, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience, guys. I mean, we're just sitting here in this alleyway in Florida. <laughs> there, there, there's a couple of, of bums huddled by the campfire over there. Uh, I think a glass pipe fell out of Jay's pocket. <laughs> but look, I, I'm going to choose to avoid all Ryan Carroll-related questions because I can't stand that man. Fair, fair. So, and and we'll, we'll, we'll don't worry for the other people who send stuff. We'll come back later on. But let's let's talk about your uh your comeback. You know, you you've been out of at least this side of the community for a long time. Uh, what what made you want to come back? How how did that come to be? Where did you want to go back to? Explain that process. What made me want to come back? I can't say honestly that it was any shows necessarily because during my time away you know for the first year I kind of kept up with things but then I just I dropped off I quit playing wrestling games and video games in general um I guess you can say it was me getting uh a, my hands on an older 
game. It wasn't older to me at the time because I hadn't played it, but it was older at the time I returned. It was, uh, I think it was 2K14. And I was playing with my younger brother. And he had, uh, he had wanted me to, he, my, my siblings know about Mason Chronic. Uh, so he wanted me to make Mason Chronic because he has his own guy that, that he likes to, to bring around and, you know, just play for fun. So I made Mason Chronic and then it, it just got me thinking. I'm like, maybe I should come back. Maybe I should see what, what, what shows are still around. And, you know, DIW wasn't around anymore. So I couldn't rejoin DIW. So I sent you the message. I'm like, <clears throat> hey, Sean, what shows are still around? Because I'm thinking of coming back. And you uh, sent me in the direction of COH. And, I mean, I wish that worked out. But there, I haven't done anything in COH since. Nothing at all. Um, <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah. Um. I, I wanted to see. I didn't know when I asked you if you would have space for me in AWF. Because when I came back, um, it was around the time when you were doing that make call fun again thing. And you, you know, you you asserted yourself as president of call. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, I'm dealing with the big dogs now. Um, but yeah, so I didn't actually know if I would get into to AWF or not. Because when you when you reached out, it was, I mean, it wasn't it, it like was out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere. <laughs> but our, we we hadn't talked in a while. Yeah, yeah, we it, hadn't talked in at least as long as I was gone. I would say. I mean, because I know I don't think it was like the whole time. Because like maybe here and there, like you might have popped on Skype. Oh yeah, like every like what two years? Yeah, and I'd be like, oh hey, and you know, and we we'd maybe talk for a little bit, but that was really it. And then you'd go, and then you'd be gone for a while. And then if anyone was like, oh, what happened to Chronic? I was, I don't know. <laughs> and so, and then you reached out, and you were like, yeah, I want to come back. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um. And then, yeah, I remember suggesting COH, and and then it, it came to be, because I think it was so, very shortly after, I was like, oh yeah, AWF too, we, I want you to come back for AWF. Uh, was it, and then like coming in, because I guess for me, when you left, where I was in call and where AWF was in call was way different. <laughs> it was, it was oh, not yeah, good yeah. back then. See, I feel like <clears throat> me and you have both evolved as people. Um, like, your show used to be trash. It was. <laughs> it used to be trash. Uh, but, you so, you know, nowadays the product is really good. It's really good. Um, but I will also agree that back in the day, uh, Mason Chronic character-wise, now I'm not going to say I agree with all the bullying for my appearance and everything, but uh, character-wise, I was jumbling back and forth between gimmicks and not knowing what, what what I wanted to do with Chronic. Now, when I came back, I was more mature, I was older, and I decided, okay, I have this creativity in my head. I have all these ideas I want to do. Good night, Jay. Um... Uh, I'm sorry, one of the, the homeless people went to sleep. But I had all these <laughs> ideas in my head. And um, 
you know, I wanted to portray them. Whenever I came back, though, I don't know if you recall some of my first few uh, COH promos, but voice promos weren't a thing when I came when when I left. No, they weren't. You know, that's that's a great point. Back then, it was all about text promos. Mm-hmm. It was all about text promos, and you see, I didn't mind voice promos though. Uh, it took me a minute to get used to, but I didn't mind. Oh, and I have to. I have to, since we're talking about voice promos. After I get done talking about this, I am calling a bitch out. Okay. I think you know who I'm calling out. Say it to my fucking face. <laughs> not, not you. Uh, but look, and I know they'll listen to this, uh, so so they'll hear me. Uh, but no, I, I I like voice promos now. Uh, but when I first got into it, it was really weird. My gimmick was also different. Uh, it, if you didn't notice, like the first like maybe six months I was back, I wasn't using the the motherfucker bitch bitch dumb bitch right because uh, i didn't know what i was doing i wanted to do a gimmick that i'm kind of doing now it's just evolved mm-hmm. since then uh the murderer was originally going to be the quote-unquote human embodiment of rage it's a mouthful but i was in my first few coh promos I, that's what i was calling myself um uh, and you know, it it eventually uh, worked out. It did. I had, I've uh, the the motherfucker transition came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't plan that. I it think just it, it it just you know whether it be you know promos you did or even just in Skype calls too, and you know just you know you just call people motherfucker, or oh, yeah, call people oh. bitches, dumb bitches, and okay. all that. Okay, I think you need to elaborate. That the motherfucker persona is literally how I am most of the yes. time. Yes. Uh, it wasn't really a gimmick as much as it was an extension of myself. So, there's that. But, fuck, what, what, was your, what was your initial question? I get talking and I just forget things. No, yeah, no, I'm just talking about the... Uh... The, the comeback and how how things were were different. I mean, you, you know, you mentioned like uh, one thing being the uh, the switch from text promos to voice promos. Uh, is there any other you know initial changes that you notice? Like, oh man, this place is not video promo. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Now remember when I brought up my race earlier. This right. is why I didn't want to just bring up my race left field. However. I think it will be very weird if I did a video promo. Yeah. Chronic is a six foot six, bearded, three hundred pound white man. White man. Mason Henderson is a well, I mean, I'm I'm kinda close to Chronic's idea. <laughs> but I'm I'm not certainly not jacked. I'm not 300 pounds anymore. By the way, guys, I've lost a lot of weight. Thank me. Uh, <laughs> you know. But no. Uh, my skin's just too dark. My features aren't the same. People would look at me and be like, wow, Chronic really looks different. Most of the people who do video promos at least look somewhat like their characters. Some of them do. Some of them do. Some, some of them 
and you know this is at least they're the same race as their character. True. At least they have that. Some of them are like they're like oh yeah Jack to the gills and they show up like you know four hundred pounds and um... looking like a frog. <laughs> uh, but no, um, back in the day when I was involved in caught, we didn't necessarily always make characters based off ourselves. No. We made characters. Original characters. Characters just to make characters. And when I came back, everyone was basing the characters off of them. Like, and I'm like, ah, shit, well, I don't fit in. Uh, I I thought I was going to be required to do video promos. And I'm like... Well, better go to Toys R Us, get that Brock Lesnar foam mask. <laughs> we always get some John Cena hands. <laughs> we, we always joked that that's what you could do. I know when I know when we were like uh for some of the, the trips we were gone, I'm like, Oh yeah, Chronic, if you go, I'm like, we'll just go to Toys R Us, get the the Brock Lesnar mask and you can do video promos. <laughs> oh man. Did did you ever think that because of this that you would have to change Chronic's race. Um, or did that thought just no, never cross your mind? No, because I wasn't going to. Because I like logical things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a version of Chronic that had a different race at one point in time, but uh, that was for an online show, and it only made one appearance. If any of you can find the TXW episode where Big Black Mason Chronic appears. <laughs> The, the, you know, look, I'll give you something. <laughs> no, you don't want to be like AJ, who, when he came in the COH, was an old man, and now he's, like, 30, so. I don't know what he did. He, he, might, he must be from Earth. You're uh, going to get heat for that. You know that, right? Oh, oh, well, everyone's already taken the shot. <laughs> it's, <sighs> but, no, yeah, so, so it was definitely different, um, uh, kudos to you uh, in that you've adjusted to obviously, obviously you have now, but even back then, adjusted to it pretty quickly. And because uh, some other people, it's it's a lot. You know, call was quite different years ago, and to come back and just be like, okay, this is how it's done now. I can work with this. Oh well, yeah, I I enjoy call now a lot more than I did actually. Uh, COD, like, I know everyone says back in the day it was the golden years. But now I'm much more involved. Back in the day as a watcher, it was probably the golden years. But to be involved in COD without the Vivian verse down your throat, and just how, how updated the games are now, how much more you can do, it's probably the best time to be involved in COD. I agree. So... Now, uh, so now you you start showing up. Uh, did, did, if I remember correctly, did you start showing up on COH before the AWF return? Yeah, COH was the first show I reappeared on. Yeah, because Travis, especially back then, got shows out way before I did. Uh, so yeah, I remember you showed up, and I think you just like had like some squash matches at that at one point. And I know the big thing was you wrestling in the the COH uh, episode in Japan. That's where I think the vignette appeared. I don't think I actually debuted on there. I should have. It would have made sense, but I don't don't think that's... I think that's where they just shown the vignette. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because that was the whole thing. You, you you explained in kayfabe that you were gone because you went to Japan, and now you're back in the States, and you're making your big return. And and then uh, I, because then I, I know in AWF too, I I think I aired that one that one vignette, and I also made the one where, or at least I added the intro. Where oh yeah, you added you added uh, some stuff to it. Yeah, from like one of your old like NXT promos. That like, always comes back to NXT. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. circle. Uh, okay. I don't know if I should quote uh, what I said. You can use the letter. It's okay. not that letter, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Okay. See, back in the day, people were... I'd say more opt to use this word yes. as as an insult, and now in modern society, you know, people have smartened up, and you know, but um, yeah. So I said, my name is Mason Chronic, and if <laughs> wait, hold on, now is a good time to reveal this. I should be able to say the word because I'm autistic. <laughs> Grand reveal. <laughs> Grand reveal. Mason Chronic's autistic. What you gonna do about it, bitches? Fuck you, Steve. I'm not gonna stop using the voice changer. I forgot to call you out earlier. Fuck you. Okay, anyway. So I said, my name's Mason Chronic. And in case you don't know that, you're fucking... And then I, I said R. R-E. R-E-T. R-E-T-A-R. And then... You know, Dick. Uh. Yeah. So that that was a thing, and then you and then you came back in, and then and you were and for the most part in the beginning for both shows, it was just you got you did like you know squash matches or like you know lower card guys, and you'd beat them. Uh, and then when you did do promos, since you brought the the voice changer. I mean, I, to point out, I mean, the obvious reason why you don't do it is, you, well, why you use the voice changer. My voice, my voice doesn't fit the chronic character. No. I put on, I put on a little bit of a voice, and then I add a small voice changer to, to chronic's voice, where I, I just make his pitch deeper, and there we go. Like, hold on. Uh, should I, should I do it for, for, uh, the podcast? Sure. Uh, so, that, okay. Here's me now. Motherfucker, dumb bitch, motherfucker. <clears throat> motherfucker, dumb bitch, motherfucker. Big difference. That one's definitely more realistic for the character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's completely fine. You know, I use uh, Audacity to to change my pitch for some guys' promos. Other people do it. It's it's perfectly normal. I mean, especially older shows where, you know, one person did a lot of voices. It's not that irregular. Why, why do you think people have such a an issue with the... It's very few people, I should add this. That... It is one person, and his name is Steve Accuracy M. Uh, <laughs> so, and, you know, look, and he's heard my real voice. He's joined Skype calls where he's heard my voice. And I remember the first time he's heard my voice, he's like, oh, uh, Chronic sounds like that? I wouldn't have expected Chronic to sound like that. Well, you've answered your own question. 
wh why would I use my own voice when my voice doesn't fit the character? Can you imagine me saying, if they die, they die, and being intimidated? <laughs> no, Chronic is supposed to be an intimidating, imposing figure, and I feel having a somewhat intimidating voice just adds to the character. Yeah. Like I'm saying, if if I was playing a character based on myself, sure, I'd use my actual voice. But Chronic, like I say, I refer to Chronic as Chronic, and people refer to me as Chronic. There's like two Chronics when it comes to, to me. It's either they're talking to me or they're talking about the character. I'm always referring to myself uh, as Chronic, or I'm referring to the character as Chronic. It's or, it's like I'm talking in third person. So. No one, but, ever, no one uh, ever calls you Mason either. It's always just chronic. nobody. Nobody ever uses my name. I am Chronic, and Chronic is Chronic. But Chronic isn't me. Chronic is a character that I like to do. Mm -hmm. um, Chronic's a creative outlet for me. That's why I'm always changing things. Right. Now, uh, one thing that you changed uh, recently, earlier this year, that broke the hearts of some people is the myself including i know what you're saying <laughs> the uh, the nobody likes me uh entrance music uh, ah no no it made a return recently <laughs> uh, well <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how how did you i mean i know this but you know for the for the fans how how did you, how did you find this song uh did you think that it was just going to take off to become this basically meme that it is I didn't know people would actually like it as much as they did. Um, the song really helped get me over, too. It did. Uh, it really did. Um, I didn't know people would like it as much. How I found it, um, it just goes to my, my edgy, uh, youthful um, music taste from back in the day. Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of Hollywood Undead when I was young and you were listening to Three Days of Grace. Uh, but no, um, I, and one of the, the, the guy Deuce who does, uh, nobody likes me got kicked out of Hollywood undead. So I've always known the song. And when I came back, I'm like, well, when I left, there weren't a lot of people that liked Mason chronic. So, you know, this is a, a, a fuck you to them, but you know, it, it just turned out it played, it worked. Why I changed it, though, is just it was time to move on. It, I was changing my gimmick, and Nobody Likes Me would no longer work for the the murderer character. No, no, it wouldn't. And it, it really took off. I mean, like, you know, they almost everyone I know of liked the song. I mean, even some of the group tri trips that me and other people have gone on, we've sung the song in the car. Oh, yeah, there's a video. <laughs> we sent it to you. Yeah, there's that video. Um, but no, see, everybody likes me, and that's the meme. I know, everyone's like, you know, Chronix has this song, nobody likes me, but everyone likes him. So, yeah. Uh, so so that all comes into fruition. Um, you know, you're, at this time, I believe you're, you're in COH or in AWF in the beginning, um, you weren't back in CCL yet. You, I'm not unless I'm remembering wrong. I don't think you really showed up elsewhere until a little bit later on. Uh, I know in AWF, like you, you came in, you feud with uh, Brock Manson for a bit, and then won the Extreme title. 
I came in for Money in the Bank. I was yeah. on Mayhem. And then I feuded with Brock Manson. Oh, that's... Uh, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Because <laughs> I forgot. You did. You you came in to be a part of Mayhem. And you were, you were Money in the Bank. Which you didn't win. But you were still on Mayhem. And then I remember... I think I was like... Oh yeah, you're gonna do this, and then like an hour later, I was like, oh, turns out you're going to Uprising. You know, and I, w- I was fine with it because you you basically told me that you didn't have much for me over there on Superstar Mayhem. Mm-hmm. But then you you had this this Manson Chronic pitch, and I was like, you know what, I'm all for it. And as you know, I nowadays I'm I'm much more inclined to give my own opinion on things. Yes. Uh, you know, and this I want to say this to anyone who's listening that has Chronic in their show. If you have to book me for something and you, you need my opinion, just know I'm a very opinionated person and I will be like, okay, but instead of this, how about we do this? <laughs> and you know, you you know, it, it all comes down to, uh, just like I said, Chronic's a character and that's, that's how I like to do things. <laughs> Chronics, my character, my creative outlet. And I know, how do you feel about dealing with, uh, well, you know, some of the creative uh, input that, that I, I've given you? I think it's good. I mean, you, I think you've given some good ideas, and and clearly, clearly so because we've gone forward with them. So uh, I think it's it's great. I I would rather someone. Uh, be vocal about their opinion in a respectful way, which you always have been, then never message me at all and just don't care. So I'd well, much rather what you do. Some of the some of the things I can think of that I've actually done and suggested to you was uh the glory days uh match. Uh not the not the match itself, but like uh the one with uh Rockstone. Oh right, right. The are you talking about the one with the the voices and? Or not Rockstone. It was Brock Manson. Yeah, it wasn't Manson. It was Manson. It but was... we did the same thing with Rockstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where... Rockstone, Rockstone made it better because he talked back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that that was a um, uh, that that was a that was a you idea, and we went yeah. with it where you sent like you know different uh audio clips for for throughout the match. Yeah, you... insulting Manson, and you know just. Saying he, uh, his wife is gonna eat my children, and <laughs> calling him a bitch, and, uh, and another one was actually more recent. It wasn't AWF related. It was called All Stars related. Uh, was the the Fisk Chronic match? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That 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 wasn't originally the plan. The original plan it was the Rumble, right? Yeah, I think I was. Yeah. But I said, no, Sean, who do you think I am? Some bitch that can't get booked elsewhere? (laughs) (sighs) Give me a singles match. Give me Timmy Turner. I don't care. You know, in in hindsight, would have been a much better opponent. I'm kidding, boy. Um, But, yeah. So there's there's just a lot of things. Uh, Uh, Yeah, and, you know... It led to uh, all that we mentioned the Brock Manson match, and of course it led to like you being the the extreme champion, which uh, for a while because Mason Chronic, I mean now Mason Chronic is being positioned uh, 
higher up, but then you were like, you pretty much, I had you as like, because I had you with the extreme title for quite a while, and you would just, oh yeah, you would just beat I, people. That's a that's a that, that's another idea I had. Not beating people, obviously. If that was the case, I'd just be like, okay, guys, I have an idea. I win. <laughs> <laughs> Which hasn't been the case recently in uh, Chronix, uh, but he lost uh, just tonight as of recording this, uh, CCL Undisputed to Ray, yep. which, again, I gotta applaud Eddie. That was a great match. Um, he lost, and a lot of this has to do with personal stuff, which, if you want to bring that up later, I can explain to everybody. Um a lot of the losing has to do with uh, some personal stuff, like plans got scrapped. Uh, recently, I lost the COH title. Mm-hmm. Um, lost the CCL national title. Yeah, the CCL national. Well, kind of. Okay, it was well, you stri- got stripped. <laughs> oh. So I guess you didn't have to do the job. Yeah, but I mean, I did the job on Undisputed, so there we go. Um where else did I fucking... Oh, yeah. Call Stars. Mm-hmm. I-, I lost there, too. So, as of late, Chronic's having a repeat of his time around... Um... Fuck. What was it? Conspiracy. Yeah. Where you were losing Fuck, everything. I, be- I became the murderer just to start losing again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I get mad about losing. God damn it, I need to change. Changes... God damn it! I need to change. Next, I'm gonna. I gotta go the fiend route now. <laughs> now, and, and we'll we'll address all that because uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff we can talk about with uh, just this year. Uh, and to, to wrap this up, because then we're gonna go to COH. But you know, when you had your extreme title thing, did you feel? And you know, I know you will. Just so, just be honest. But like, did you feel that you you were like, okay, this is fine, or were you like, oh, I want to do more? Oh, no, I mean, I was fine with it, uh, personally, because I enjoy AWF, I enjoy the way you do the matches, and you you listen to me on certain aspects. Like, I came to you and I told you, Sean, if I'm going to be this extreme champion, let's have me defend it literally every show, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing I, I said to, to Eddie. I said, I want to defend the national title as much as possible. It's because whenever I have chronic win a belt i have like lore i have story for a character that i like to keep consistent uh when chronic's a champion i want to make him a fighting champion i I don't and that's even why you've seen on coh chronic has defended the coh title multiple times so yeah i was fine with it and uh, if i i got moved up you know thing i'm fine with that too i mean who's gonna be like Oh no! Don't move me up. I, right. I mean, did Gender say, "Oh no! Don't don't move me up. Keep me a jobber." Right. No, Gender's like, "Wait, you want me to be WWE champion?" Well, you know what? Fuck it. Right. And and it, and and all it also works out because you know you in doing that because you would held the title for a while, so you beat you beat a lot of people. Record was good, and it led to that uh you know that Rockstar matcher rather in, in AWF Brian Stone, but it's the same fucking uh, guy. Um, where you guys did have the like the Falls Count Anywhere match where you guys both had the audio clips and and that match really helped uh, get Rockstone 
over, over with that character in AWF, and I know some people were like, oh man, you know, I was hoping he was gonna get the win, and I was still, because then I was adding like J.C. Wolf to your guys' feud, and of course, the whole J.C. Wolf thing happened. That, that, that didn't pan out. People have differing opinions, and people just don't like each other. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing I want to talk about later on. People in this community don't have to like each other, but people need to just understand that there's going to be drama in Kaw as long as certain people are around yes. in general. So, and people are always like, why are the two sides warring? And you know what I mean by the two sides? I'm, I'm kind of neutral to, to, to both. And you know, at, right now I feel like people are peaceful with each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's a good thing. But, you know, way back whenever, like, things started. Um, I feel like the only reason there was drama is because other people were around. Uh, and there's always going to be drama. Not everyone's going to like everyone. We don't have to like said people. You don't have to like said people. But don't just be, don't wonder why there's not going to be peace if said people are heavily associated with one side. Right. You yeah. Know? Uh, and in in one way, you know, J, with JC, I mean, with that whole thing, uh, you got to kill. Oh yeah, him. And I do want I do want to clarify that that was not directed at JC. That wasn't no. no. I mean, anyone that's been paying attention can put two and two together. Uh, but yeah, it, it ended up being a thing where like JC ended up uh, quitting. Um, and I was like, okay, fine. And I, rem- and I remember I had a plan. I was like, all right, you know, because the whole JC thing was a mess and it was annoying. And I was like, all right, well, I just get, I can't have, I was like, oh, should I have him in the match and take the fall? Should he even be in the match? And then I remember I, I talked with him and it was not fine. And then he went on the, uh, the, the VW Discord and was like, oh, well, I guess I just got off fart. I, I just got fired from AWF or whatever. And it got reported back to me. So, and I told him, I was like, don't tell anyone. We keep it secret, and then we can, you know, split after CyberSlam. And he didn't. He like within five minutes, he told everyone. So I was like, okay, you're you're not gonna be written out peacefully. So I had it where you threw him off a, the top of a truck, and he landed on a you know an equipment box. So basically yeah. killing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, I feel if you're gonna leave a show and you're not wrapped up, like, and you're in the middle of a storyline or something, and it's not wrapped up, then you need to be written off somehow. Yeah. I mean, and you know it helped. It helped Chronic. It was like a prelude to the murderer. It was. And what really helped, too, is because before the whole JC thing, uh, Brian Stone was going to win the match. He was going to win the title. That that didn't. Yeah, yeah. JC stuff agree. didn't uh, change that. Uh, but I remember. I think I was initially. JC was going to eat the fall, and so to where you would lose the title, and then you would you would move on to wanting to go after the AWF championship, and he and with that whole thing, I was like, all right, well, I'm not having JC in the match. He's going to get killed off. So so you 
you look good because you know you kill JC, and then you go out there and you have this really physical hardcore match with with Ryan Stone, and he beats you, and which puts him over huge because you were protected all that time. Yeah, and you know it, it added to like the breaking point of Chronic that started the murderer. Exactly. Chronic, Chronic officially broke whenever he was losing time after time after time again after he was on a high for a while. He had five belts at one time, and, you know, he was dominant. And, you know, Chronic, at that time, he, he was he was dominant, and he was scary, but he had that, that bit of an ego to him. Yes. A little bit. <clears throat> and, you know, it's that ego that, that he felt got in his way. Um, so, whenever he lost to Brandon, uh, he just, he changed. He's like, I need to change, something's wrong, uh... And now, whenever I, I, I talk as chronic, I don't like to necessarily be as arrogant as I was. More or less, I like to be just intimidating. Mm-hmm. Chronic is literally an amalgamation of all my favorite, like, scary wrestlers in one. Uh, being uh, Kawada, Vader, Jimmy Havoc, Samoa Joe, all, all little aspects from them. But yeah, it really did help it in uh, evolving Chronic to what he is today. Absolutely. You know, when we talk about you know Rockstone, of course, that's not the uh, the only time you've worked with Rockstone. Rockstone, one of the people you've worked with quite a bit in your. And I would work with him again. Yeah, because he's great. You, he was your first like real feud in Coh. First real feud in Coh. Uh, and that first. And- and then uh, and you guys feuded afterwards when, after you won the title in COH. Yeah, we feuded again uh, for the belt. Yeah. How that, that initial feud you guys had, how how do you feel that went? Because um, I think you guys had Morris at one point involved in your feud. Yeah, we had Morris involved. And <clears throat> I liked it at first. I really did. But adding Morris really got kind of convoluted uh it didn't add anything to the feud it, he was he just just probably added there because there was nothing going for him mm-hmm. so i would have just kept it if it was up to me between me and rockstone and yeah that's that's the answer um i feel i also feel since i'm criticizing coh there was this point in the feud where Rockstone no-sold a package pile driver through an announce table. Mm-hmm. God up, punched Chronic in the face for the win. I'm just... He cocoon man. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what cocoon man is, it's, you know that big right hand that Chronic used to use as a signature? That's cocoon man. And if I remember correctly, I think he also kicked out of the the Weapon X when you first started using it. The Weapon X, yeah, the Weapon X originally was going to uh, be a one and done, like for a while, like it was going to be that no one can kick out of it. And Rockstone took, I think it was two, the first time I ever had like a chance to debut it. So, yeah, that's that's also a thing. And then from from uh, feuding with Rockstone, it it we got to you know after anniversary in Ultimate Glory, and then 
th this ended up being obviously everyone now knows that you went on to to be a part of the the COH World Title match and you faced Caleb Blair and you beat him and you won the title but it was not as easy as I just said it there was a whole lot of crap that happened to get there oh yeah well <clears throat> originally in COH and you know I wish it would have went this route because it would have been much better than what we got I feel like my my whole title reign would have shifted a little bit uh, originally I was supposed to win money in the bank it wasn't supposed to be Stefan Guerrero I was supposed to be in the match and I was supposed to win uh, however, then some stuff with Ray Geddes happened. Ray ended up leaving, um, which didn't need, then Caleb Blair needed an opponent. So I was scrapped from winning Money in the Bank, and, you know, I was put in that position. But the Money in the Bank thing would have been interesting. Because it was originally going to be me cashing in on Ray. I think the night of Ultimate Glory. Yeah. And the next night, it was right. It was right after Roman beat Taker, right? Yeah. And he came out, and it was like a couple months after that. And he came out, and he did that promo where he's like, "It's my yard now." Chronic was supposed to do that, like ruin the Ultimate Glory main event, pin Gettys one two three, come out. We were going to have the edits in where he was getting booed out of the arena uh, because Ray was incredibly over at that time. I'd say he still is. Uh, I was supposed to say, it's my nation now, and just just, just walk off. That was going to be uh, Chronic's initial goal for winning the title. Instead, it turned into, okay, we're going to have uh, Ultimate Glory in Japan now, and... Chronic's gonna gonna have this match with Blair after winning this abrupt uh, Royal Rumble, Honor Rumble, Honor Rumble. Yeah, it was like a ten man uh, Honor Rumble. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Uh, but it was really hard to to do that because like me and Cash were trying to work with each other, and oh, I said Cash. Uh, oh, you swore. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, when we were trying to work with each other on uh, on uh, COH, it just it wasn't working. We were clashing, butting heads, and eventually I had to bring Doc in. And basically, Doc was just the uh, the centerpiece, the mouthpiece, and you know things had to work from there. Yeah, it was a whole. It was a whole thing. Cause... There was just a whole lot of drama at that time with uh, <clears throat> Cash, too. And, like, look, I don't have uh, any uh, drama, ongoing drama with Cash right now. So, I do want to say this, and this is directed at you, Cash. If you hear this, do not jump to the conclusion that I am attacking you. Do not jump to the conclusion that I am trying to fight with you, and do not come and attack me. Like, this is me shit-talking you. Because I'm not shit-talking you. I am talking about situations in the past. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I know how information likes to get passed around. So, there was to be no drama after this. 
I don't want any drama. I, I tend to stay out of drama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways. It's just simply telling the story. That's all. And because it, it, it was it was a whole thing. There was a lot of it was drama all around. You know, there was the drama with uh, Ray and Coh at the time, which thankfully is all resolved now. And then there was drama with Cash and Coh, and nobody. Well, I think that exceeded Coh. But yeah. um, I feel like um, just. The only the reason I won the belt on Ultimate Glory that night, and you know it made some people mad. Some people because Caleb Blair, you know, if like I guess Cash had it messed up, or you know, I can't I can't remember the exact reason. I just know a lot of stuff regarding Cash led to uh, him. Did he did he get fired or did he leave? So as far I, I as, don't know what happened. As far as I know, I, I can't remember. This is this is what I know, and you know this is again. You know I'm not trashing or anything. I'm just simply historical. Uh, you know he when the whole because uh, it was back and forth with him and Ray who was gonna win, and I remember at one point he said he had we'll say he had personal issues and he was he wouldn't be able to stick around. So I was like okay Ray's gonna win, but then the whole Ray and Coh thing happened, and it was like okay well Ray's leaving, and it was like oh well. Well, Cash has his personal stuff, so you got inserted because you were going to win the title anyways. And yeah, yeah, because Cash had his personal problems. Right, and so it was like, okay, we'll just insert Chronic in there, and it was like, alright, well then just Chronic will just beat Caleb Blair. And he he was like, oh, suddenly my personal issues have gone away, and I, I can win now. And it was like, wait a minute, but you told you told people, you know, a month or two ago that you couldn't, and it was like, and and I remember Travis, you know, he can speak for himself, but I remember he was like, yeah, you know, he wanted to go with you, and we came to the match, it happened, and as far as I'm aware, he, he being Cash, he told Travis that he wanted to leave after Ultimate Glory, and uh, I, th- I think he was planned to to leave for a bit anyways but he he as far as I was told he messaged Travis to say that he was leaving and that was that oh I see see it made some people mad and when I say some people I mean cash's uh people cash was close to mm-hmm. like people he was friends with oh I remember and, this yeah you know what I get it he had a story going into the match. He, he did. He had, like, an underdog story going into to the match. And, you know, under normal circumstances, it would have made sense for him to win. However, he was set to leave. He was set to leave, like you had mentioned. And he was set to, you know, be away for a while before that. Now, I didn't know the match was going to be six minutes long. <laughs> I didn't know that I either. <laughs> I didn't know the match was going to be six minutes long. Uh, however, I will defend myself in saying, if you're going to leave, be it a sabbatical, be it you having personal stuff that you need to take care of, drop drop the win and, you know, get it back later. You yep. know, had it, had it been civil like that, you know, and had everything stayed civil and had World War Three not broken out, you know, there's probably an alternate timeline, uh, Earth uh, 1610 over there, uh, 
And that's where CCL Undisputed took place. <laughs> um, you know, there was probably there's probably some alternate timeline where we agreed to this and Caleb Blair took the belt off Chronic. You know, but that's just not not how things happened here. So if you're having a personal problem, like I I recently was homeless for quite some time and I dropped almost every belt I had uh, everywhere uh, because I had personal problems and I didn't know how long I was going to be gone for. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 that. Yeah. So you uh, so you, so you won the belt. Um, and you, and you would go on, go on to hold the title, f- um, uh, around, roughly around, maybe a little bit before this, uh, you, you reappeared in, in CCL, and you were part of the doctor's order, because Doc was bringing the, the doctor's order back, and he wanted to bring, you know, his group of guys in to, to be in his group, uh, how, how, how did this come to be? You mentioned you talked to Eddie, like, long beforehand so you said yeah, like this well, predates doctor I, orders yeah i talked to eddie predating uh the doctor order doctor's order um uh, about rejoining and you know no offense to eddie but he kind of gave me the runaround for a little bit i had to keep asking him like okay well am i getting signed am i not getting signed are you gonna let me in uh and he'd say yeah but then nothing would happen for a while then I'd ask again, and he'd say, yeah, nothing would happen for a while. And eventually I, I debuted, and I attacked the Butcher, uh, which is someone Doc has history with, uh, but also Chronic has history with. That's the man who wrote Chronic out of CCL years ago. Um, but the reason Chronic got put into the Doctor's Order was simply because of that Caleb Blair Chronic feud. Um like we said, we brought, uh, you can hear me, right? Yes. Okay. Simply because, uh, I'm just asking Dorian still outside beating in my window with his baseball bat. Um, but because the doc got brought into the chronic Blair feud and doc's, uh, contribution was quote unquote, what led chronic to his success. He was essentially a, a doc guy. So it made sense at the time. However, however, I was, and I've talked to Eddie about this, and it's been made super clear and apparent in my recent promos that I don't want Chronic in the Doctor's Order. Um, and he's so far disassociated himself with the group uh, as of current events. So... Let's let's talk about that. You because the, the doctor's order comes together, and you know we have uh, top names in the industry who you know weren't in CCL prior to the point, but were bigger names in other promotions. You have Mason Chronic, Ben Hopkins, Brandon Wolf, Nitro, AJ Young, and of course uh, Doc leading the the group. And you guys all come in, and it's a series of guys that could could be on their own because they have been on their own in other places as you know as main event guys, but okay. put together here. Yeah, put together we have current Call Stars champion Ben Hopkins. We had Coh uh, champion Mason Chronic. Uh, multiple 
Federation champion, AJ Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, global global champion, Nitro. Yep. Uh, and All-Stars champion at the time, Brandon Wolf. Yep. So, it was really weird uh, with certain people, how they were at the time being placed on the card uh, in that regard. But it was also weird for me to be part of the doctor's order because I didn't really want Chronic in a stable because I was asked to join a stable in COH um, at one point. And I didn't want to be part of it because... Um, I felt at the time, if Chronic was going to be in the stable, I'd want him to leave the stable. Now, I'm at the point where I don't want Chronic in a stable at the moment. Because I feel like the murderer character works better on his own. And that's why I was trying to disassociate myself with the Doctor's Order through promos and everything else once the murderer gimmick came about. Mm-hmm. Uh... So, so that all happens, and we'll we'll get to that in a in a second. While all this is happening, you know, you're AWF Extreme Champion, you're COH World Champion, uh, you win the CCL National Championship, and th- things are looking great for Mason Chronic. He's you know you're succeeding everywhere you go, and we we reach Call All Stars ten. Uh and, and, and you know, in, in the year before, uh, for, for Call of Stars nine, well, well actually, we'll, we'll come back to that. But um, for Call of Stars ten, you're, we, I remember we were talking it was like, okay, what, what can we do here? And we were talking about you and Bobby Mitchell because you guys were going back and forth on Twitter. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, it's like it sounds like a cool match. Let's do it. I was like, but I wanted to do something different than just straight up announcing you guys. And and I threw the the idea your way. I was like, you know, what do you think? You're like, do you think we should just do a, a singles match with you guys for like the COH title or something, or should we do it where you you fight like three guys and you get two joke guys, and then Bobby comes out and and all that, and you were like, yeah, you were fine with whatever, but that one was clearly the the idea that was separated itself from all the other matches on the card. Oh, yeah. It made it look more than just another uh, match. Uh, it, made it, it made it look more than that. Um, but it also actually kind of helped Connick get noticed because uh, a lot of the people in uh, the VWU side, I will, I will say this, and I could be wrong, but it's, it's at least what I interpreted. Um... So everyone that I talked to in the VWU Discord, uh, the certain people over there, uh, people who pay attention to me over there, really, that was their first uh, viewing of me, like some of them. Mm-hmm. Because, and a lot of them really found it funny that, that Chronic beat up Timmy Turner. Because uh, if it wasn't for that, you know, I might not, um, 
I might not have as big of a backing in the community. And when I say the community, I mean call All-Stars VWU, I don't care. I, I probably wouldn't have as big of a backing on both ends that I do. I probably wouldn't be as supported or as, you know, as, as, as the cool kids say over as I am. So I really do uh, appreciate that, that match. And I would also like to do something else with Bobby Mitchell in the future. Because oh, Bobby, Mitchell, Bobby Mitchell is, uh, in my opinion, one of the more up-and-coming talents. I, I feel like he should join with, uh, more places uh, and be more exposed. But, you know, some people like to keep it small. Right. And and, I'm, and, that, and at the time, the great thing about Bobby is, like, he is a, he's a go-getter. He, he's not going to wait. He's going to, if he wants something, if he wants to get noticed, he's going to go out of his way. And he knows how to use Twitter to, to do it. And it was great because you guys had that back and forth. And we, and we created it to where, like, you know, it was like, Bobby is, like, this madman. And he's just, like, banned from the building. And, and it was, like, the great thing about the match, um, I think... Because I feel some places, and it's not just one place. I think in multiple places, they have this. Maybe it's because they because of WWE, but they have this notion: oh, Chronic's a heel. He has to be a chicken shit heel. And they're like, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, so he has to cheat and he has to try and do all. The, he runs away from people, even though that's not what Mason Chronic is. And no. I know because I know we we've talked about it before, and you you would be annoyed by that. Oh, well, yeah, um, there are places that have that happen. Uh, like, uh, that's the whole reason. And look, I can't fault Eddie Mac for this because Chronic was part of the doctor's order and the doctor's order are filled with chicken shit heels. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm being accompanied by a chicken shit heel in Ben Hopkins or Nitro or AJ Young or something like that, you know, them doing chicken shit game logic stuff that Eddie can't help, uh, I mean, it's fine, but it also gets in the way of what I'm trying to portray as the murderer. So that's that's one of the reasons I didn't want to be in uh, a stable or the doctor's order, because it was just conflicting with how the public was viewing Mason Chronic. Right. It wasn't getting the, the gimmick where it should be. And like I say, that's no fault to Eddie at all. I talked to him about it. And you know it works out, and and it's it great because that ma that match you know because you you beat these guys like easily, and I mean and and you use the promos to you know do a little bit of humor so like people like that and it was like it was, so I think people really figure I was like oh, Chronic's supposed to be like a destructive he's supposed to be a monster, and and people kind of it, it started clicking for people that it didn't click before, and yeah yeah yeah. So it led to that, and then you had the you know full on match with Bobby, which gave gave uh, people who didn't know who Bobby was a whole new perspective on who he was. So it was great, and uh, and it's a match that I still hear people talk about. So that that's job well done there. Um, before we we, we we go on, let's uh, let's look at a few more fan questions. I'm getting. I have fans. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Uh, we have uh, from a, a savage. How did you manage to evolve as effectively as you've done? 
Ah, that's an interesting question. We've covered it a little bit. Yeah. Um, luck, I guess. I mean, I'd say it's luck. If you if you see it as something else, tell me. Uh, but no, like I said, I went to start out when I. Oh no, let's not talk about when I came back. Let's talk about before. All right, you can still hear me. Yeah. All right, there was just like a thunderclap out there, and I'm just making sure. Um, all right. So let's talk about the beginning. Mason Chronic, 2009, comes into NJCW, wins its heavyweight title, goes into CCL, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with his gimmick, keeps changing it. I was the fallen angel at one point. Uh, <laughs> I was Christopher Daniels. Uh, but no, I had, I, oh, look, I had a really good song for that too. Uh, but I kept switching my gimmicks up from like 2010 2000 to 2012. Couldn't keep a straight gimmick. I was some money man at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the fallen angel. Was mean old bully Mason Chronic. Uh, I didn't really have a gimmick way back in the day. Uh, I just I couldn't come up uh, think of one to I'd get to stick, and I was just having this identity crisis. Uh, flash forward to 2016 I joined CO- was it 2016? it was 16 right? yeah I, I joined COH um, I say I'm the human embodiment of rage I'm f- I just came back from Japan I'm gonna kick all your asses lo and behold Chronic kicks all their asses uh, but then I cut a promo where I keep calling somebody a motherfucker can't remember who it was. I just called him a motherfucker multiple times. And, you know, people people found it funny. And it was getting over. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing that more. And it just took off. That's luck. I didn't know they were going to find it funny. I was just talking how I normally talk. Like, outside of, uh, outside of you know, trying to put on a character. Mm-hmm. So it, it was luck. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of... In terms of uh, how I evolved, I'm a writer. I like writing things outside of uh, outside of call. I like writing stories and short stories, and like I'm currently working on a book, stuff like that. Uh, so I write a lot of stuff when it pertains to Chronic's character, and I get inspiration from wrestlers like Kawada, Vader, Jimmy Havoc, Samoa Joe, Schlag. A whole bunch of people like that. And I just incorporate them into the character. Right. That's how the murderer came about. And I think uh, one thing, you can tell me if you agree or disagree, uh, is kind of like, you know, Chris Jericho is kind of known for it. In that he's known as this guy who, and I guess The Undertaker to a certain extent, although he's been pretty the same for a a while now. But Jericho doesn't like to do the same thing for too long. He likes to like. Okay, this got over. That's great. Oh, it's it's st- just starting to get old. Let me change it, and and he's reinvented himself a million times to to where he is now. And I kind of see the same thing in in Chronic. Like you could have, because you know people are like, oh, why'd you change the you know the motherfucker stuff? Like you could have kept doing that and it would have been fine, but you changed it before people started getting sick of it and yeah. brought a whole new before persona. it got old. Yeah. It was perfect. That's and I felt like at the point it was running its course. I felt like I needed to change. I needed something. 
I mean, sure, I was a man who had five titles at the time, but, and I mean, I could have let that speak for me, but I felt like personality-wise, Chronic just needed something new, and it worked out. I I enjoy The Murderer a lot more than I do the previous gimmicks. Same. Like, I feel it's my, I feel it's my best gimmick yet. Uh, I th- I think you kind of answered this, uh, but you know, Ray had asked uh, if you'd finished your book. Finished? No. Um, writing is kind of difficult when you get writer's block. Um, I have 25 chapters out of uh, uh, a book that's going to have like 50. Uh, so I'm halfway there. I haven't worked on it in like two or three weeks, um, but I'm getting there. Uh, it's a horror novel. Um, it's going to pertain into it like its own universe. I have like three other stories that don't directly uh, connect to each other, but will end up connecting eventually. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, a nice little horror book about a think of like a slasher film, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, things like that. Except these kids break down uh, in an RV. They're going on a summer trip. You know, the typical, I'm a, I'm a, we're dumb teenagers. So they're stuck in this town. Um, and they get invited to this, uh, this cabin overnight because uh, the father's gonna, gonna take care of uh, their, their RV. They get invited by this family. And the family is like a cult who worship this uh, tree that has like like bones growing out of it or like inside of it and stuff because they were buried underneath like a graveyard or it was grown on top of a graveyard and things like that. So the, this family basically makes it a, a game to hunt down and kill all six kids that break down uh, in this RV. So yeah, so it's a nice little slasher horror thing with like, and each each character in the family's gimmicky. One's like a hunter who uh, uses bows and hunting knives and, and bear traps. One's like a big Jason Voorhees like character that's that's you know the super strong, doesn't talk, can crush you with his hand. The mother just runs around uh, with with a rifle. And we'll, we'll we'll shoot you from a distance. And the the sister has dogs, like rabid dogs, that she can tame and control, and they they just run after you. And you know, the the father he kind of just like prepares the bodies and stuff for like the tree that they worship. But yeah, um, I'm not done. No. Uh, Ray also asked, uh, what are your thoughts on your feud with Chris McIntyre's in GSF so far? GSF is, so currently, remember when I said I have a top five, mm-hmm. uh, it would be in there. GSF is one of my favorite shows right now. I wish, uh, Ray was, was faster <laughs> than he was. I mean, I can't fault him because he has a life, but... I, I wish there was more content out there because I, I absolutely love GSF and I think Ray is doing really good by uh, the Chronic character right now. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like on the latest uh, the latest episode of GSF, 
Chronic came out there and basically made him made himself known and was like, "I'm coming after this belt uh, that you have." Uh, beat the beat the hell out of uh, Chris McIntyre and yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the feud. Uh, and this coming from uh some uh Beb guy uh. Thoughts on where mass appeal can go? Mm. That's that's real. That's a that's a tough one. For those of you who don't know, mass appeal is the the union uh, between Mason Chronic and Ben Hopkins, uh, the unit. Um, it's what they what they're called when they come together. Now, they've cut. It's really weird when they come together because. Me and Ben have never been like a solidified official team team, like a hundred and ten percent. We come together briefly from time to time and go by mass appeal. I feel like if Ben and me ever did anything like the uh, like not not necessarily like the best friend thing, but I feel like we could be like aligned with each other like kind of like rated RKO right how they were um but still be single stars at the same time yeah cause we've seen of course you guys both both were in the the doctor's order and were at one point the CCL tag team champions um yeah you guys but even then I've always considered myself more of a single star than a, a tag team competitor oh yeah for sure and then like even like you because you guys have been aligned in in CCWO but you guys were doing you guys were after your singles pursuits you guys just happened to be aligned uh, and then also uh, with ECW I mean this kind of where it all starts with uh, you guys. I mean, I guess this is a good segue to go into because this can go into ECW and CCWO and all that. This whole Ben Hopkins feud, partnership, and all that, how did that come to be and where? how where? How has it gotten to where it is now? I just want to say I wish people would quit booking me in feuds with Ben Hopkins. <laughs> we were supposed to be a team. We were supposed to be a team, but Ryan Paul Jones, you dirty son of a bitch. You put, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to, hold on. There's, I need to go fix my window. Uh, but no, Ryan Paul Jones. Uh, he said, no, what? I'm going to put you two in a feud, a rivalry. You two hate each other now. Good job. And I'm like, well, there goes Mass Appeal. We we debuted at was it Call Stars Nine? Yeah, you guys debuted yeah. at Call because you defended the the CCWO Heavyweight Title against Brent Thompson. He had CJ Hawkins in his corner, and they kind of cheated to win. And then Sean O'Connor was like, oh no no, we're not gonna have it like this. You know, Chronic's gonna have Ben in his corner, and you guys did a tag team match, and you won back the title. Yeah, yeah. So, we debuted at Call of Stars 9, like, literally, like, two or three weeks after Call of Stars 9, Ben debuts in ECW, I show up after his debut, and, you know, fuck him up. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> there we go, there's the feud. Uh, I guess Mass Appeal's over now. Um, I feel like Mass Appeal could be salvaged, though, 
because Ben and Chronic have worked together so often, they've also fought often, they don't necessarily have to agree with each other as much as they have to respect each other. So I feel Mass Appeal could still be salvaged eventually. I just wish people would quit putting me in feuds with Ben. Right. Now let's talk about you feuding with Ben. So... (laughs) (laughs) What did I just say? (laughs) Well, because you and Ben are are still feuding in ECW on NXT. From... where what have you thought so far because you guys have been feuding for a bit and there's been a bit of a time between episodes so maybe it hasn't been as quick as maybe you would hope from the beginning but what have oh, you yeah. thought if, so far if it, if it was up to me i i would have been like okay this needs to be done by now but look rpj has a life of his own and rpj uh takes his time on his shows. So, I don't I don't necessarily mind him uh, taking so long. I just, personally, if it were up to me, it'd be over by now. Just because this feud is literally, it started, if we're going on real time, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it needs to just, like, I don't know where we are t- caw time-wise, because caw time is weird. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I could be simultaneously feuding and teaming with Ben at the same time. We could be in a blood feud and be tag team champions at the same time. <laughs> you know, I just never know. I think that's what happened in CCWO. I think we were CCL tag champions and having a last man standing match in CCWO. Yeah. Now, I mean, you and Ben, I did get to to feud and work together in CCWO because episodes have come out quicker there. What did you guys, what did, I guess you, uh, what did you think of that feud and alliance there? Well, in particular with the Ben, uh, see there, it reminded me really of the, the best friends, not, not, not the AEW's best friends, but, uh, Jericho and Owens. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of there. And, you know, I liked it. I liked it. And I always, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ben. So Ben went over in that feud. And in CCWO, Chronics looked at as one of the guys, the, the man, one of them. Not Becky Lynch. <laughs> no, or Ric Flair. <laughs> Don't sue me. <laughs> but, uh, all I'm saying, oh yeah, or or Jericho as Jr. put it, um, I I felt I I felt like it went perfectly fine because you know Ben went over in the end and I'm a big fan of Ben. I don't mind putting Ben over. Right, um, and then in, to you know cover our bases here in in for CCWO because you've been in CCWO for a long while now, or to some of the earlier episodes. In you know, for a lot of that time, you were heavyweight champion, and you're and you should mention one of the key guys there. What, what do you what did you think of that run uh, in CCW as champion, and where are you at now with CCW? Uh, where I'm at now with CCWO is you know how I'm talking about changing and revitalizing myself and. 
all of this. Right. I want to. I want to bring in more of the murderer essence, the essence of the murderer into CCWO. Mm-hmm. Sean O'Connor has always been good at making me look don- uh, dominant, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I feel like there needs to be a more violent Mason Chronic there right. at the moment. And that's what I would like. Um, as for the run, I, I felt like it was a really good run. Um, not so keen on the man who beat me, but... Uh, <laughs> He's a bitch. <laughs> a big, dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, but I felt, like, uh, I felt like it was a good run. Now let's uh let's uh dance on back to to COH. You, you obviously we already covered you won the title and everything. We talked about how you've defended the title multiple times and all that. You know, and you, you Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, Heed, Scott, Rockstone, <laughs> you, you you name all three of them. <laughs> Man, I mean, I'm I'm used to it, but like I know you were like, man, I'm, I'm always working these same guys. <laughs> well, yeah, and I would say that to Travis, and Travis is like, well, <laughs> guess who you're fighting next? <laughs> like, okay, Travis, <laughs> you listen here, you dumb bitch. <laughs> so, now that the the title reign is over, how how do you look at your your title run? Uh, could have been better. I really enjoyed COH. I felt like the rain could have been better, mainly because, you know, I was feuding with the same people over and over and over again. And like I said, winning the belt under uh, weird circumstances didn't help. Mm-hmm. Uh, losing the belt under weird circumstances didn't help. Um, I lost... I basically gave up the belt because I was going to be homeless. Right. I was homeless. Uh, and I wouldn't be able to work much for COH. So Travis was like, I can't have a champion that's not there. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. So I'm like, well, uh, let, let's have me drop the belt. But it, it's really weird how um, how that re- a run hall all was. If I could redo it, I would. If I could redo it as the murderer, I would. Right. Uh, and so, and you lost the title to to AJ, who's now the champion. And I, I, I assume uh, that's uh, that that was that's all good in, in your in your book for. Oh, yeah. AJ's fine. I I, I originally would have uh, wanted to lose it to. Brandon Young. That was uh not Brandon Young. Brandon will fire my face. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the name Young right now. Uh, excuse me. I was reading uh something about a young lion by the name of Kawado from New Japan. Brandon Young Lion Wolf. <laughs> I bet you were like, who the hell is Brandon Young? I, I was wondering that. Was like, this, this, this fan, he's like he's like ten. Let's bring him in. Make a wish, kid. <laughs> no, no. But Brandon Wolf, my bad, my bad. Um, that's who I originally wanted to uh, lose it to. Like I had talked about 
that like months ago with Travis. I'm like, okay, but that was before the revelation of me being homeless. And that's before Brandon was like, okay, I have one year left in me. <laughs> right. So you you mentioned Brandon, and this is a good point to bring this up. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about, you know, the murderer and 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 how that all came to be. So we've talked about all that and, and we talk we talk about how it goes back to conspiracy. You know, you had that at call stars, you beat three guys. So it would make perfect sense that you kind of showed people you should get a call stars title match. And so I was like, okay, we got conspiracy here. I need to have a call stars title match. Wolf versus Chronic is perfect. Let's do it here. And I, I mean, you, I know when we talked about it, like you knew beforehand, like Wolf was going to retain the title and all that. And the whole change to the the new character was this like were you thinking about this before as this match was starting to get set up or was this like you you know you see the match and you're like i gotta change right now no uh, i was thinking about it beforehand uh i knew changes need to be made and i i like to long-term book stuff in terms of chronic not necessarily booking but like gimmick wise I like to keep things consistent. I like to give things reason and purpose. I saw that around the time of the match that I was losing a lot everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all unplanned. Like I didn't tell everyone, hey, make me lose. <laughs> but because of that, that's when I started planning. I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm losing this match. I might as well have something to fall back on and revitalize myself. So that was that I figured that's the biggest match out of all of them that's something chronic has wanted for a very long time is the call officer's title and he couldn't win it so he needed to change and change so yeah and change you did i mean it it really and and in that match the the you had for the the wolf and uh chronic match i mean it went over really really well with a lot of people i remember there because that match it got put on the like seventh day of conspiracy was with like the champions day and it didn't close and i know there was some on multiple sides of uh of the community that were not that that felt that that match should have closed because it had the story and because it had all this so uh long story short people seem to to dig the match in the story with you guys yeah especially we we kind of worked on the, the you know the doctor's order having these issues that was kind of like the first step in being like hey not everyone in the doctor's order may not be on the same page and you know doc being there at ringside and you kind well, of intimidating you, doc at ringside like i said when when you think about um excuse me when you think about it you have all these guys who are main eventers all these alphas they're gonna butt heads mm-hmm. so. <clears throat> so but like i said that's that's when chronic was like uh pretty much started that basically was the start of the murderer that's when chronic started having problems with the doctor's order yeah uh specifically doc himself in general uh and now i'd say chronic's pretty much done with the 
the order. So. It it appears so. I know at the time we 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 weren't sure uh, if it was, but now it it definitely appears uh, so, or at least heading in that direction. And it uh it it led to that promo. And I know it, for me at least, you know, for some people it was like, oh man, there, there's the there's big change, and we'll get to some of those places. But they. It was welcome for me because you had just lost the Extreme title, and I was already planning on, okay, Chronic is now, he's done with the Extreme division, he's going off for the heavyweight title, and it was like, this is great, this is a perfect time to do it, and you, the next Uprising, you had the the new look, and the, the new gimmick, and it, it just, it worked out perfect timing for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for... And of course, we led to Survivor Series and everything, where you basically—I mean, for the most part—won the match all on your own. And then it's led to where we are now. With now, Mason Chronic is, is suspended in in the AWF. So maybe maybe you'll never be seen in AWF again. Who knows? Uh, I already packed my bags. I'm living <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> Going back to Japan. Uh, uh, that's where I am now. But for other people, the change was very unexpected, and they, and we we've seen in certain shows where your look hasn't completely changed. Like uh, I know in ECF because ECF there were one of their shows that they put out back in like June. It took many many months for that show to be released, and he, Andrew had recorded a match with the the old character model with hair. And he walked out, and I tease him about this all the time because he deserves it. But you, you, you walked out with the the old Chronic look, and he'd be like, "Oh, it's the new Mason Chronic." <laughs> yeah, know, with uh, the, the old look. Yeah, no. <laughs> any 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 uh, show that still uses the old Chronic, that's still the motherfucker. Yeah, and the murderer is defined really heavily by his look. Yes. And then in, in COH, and now COH has been just recently switched to 2K19, was on 2K18 for a long, long, long time. And so you would, you had your 18 model and you would, you would, uh, you'd come out to it. Now, I, I've been of the belief that you're, you could simply have changed your hairstyle on the 18 call, but that didn't happen. You just came nope. out. It, to me, it looked like it was like, oh man, COH taped these episodes like last year, and they're just now coming out. And so you would you'd be champion, and you'd have the old you'd suddenly have hair, but you go to CCL or AWF or CCWO or you, ECW, you you'd look and you'd be like, huh, he the, he has no hair. So that was weird. Um, and so some people just had this difficulty you know some maybe because of you know timeline or recording issues and i and i thought it would happen initially but for some for some it happened for a while like even as of your last coh appearance you still had hair i walked out to nobody likes me yeah and that's not the murderous theme song (laughs) no so it's just it's just so weird, and you know, a lot of certain some places handled the transition very smoothly. Like I think, you know, AWF did. I think CCL did very smoothly. Um, think, CCL and um, AWF are the ones I think are handling it 
the best. Yeah. Like, have the have their hands on it and know what they're doing with it. And I send long notes to people as to how I want this gimmick to be and, like, this is the character, blah, blah, blah. I feel like if I said that to a lot of people, yeah, and, I mean, I could be wrong, and if I am, I apologize. Um, I feel like only three people who have read it um, are you, Ray, and um, Eddie. Now, I would say R- uh, say RPJ, but RPJ hasn't really been releasing a lot of Chronic-related content uh, recently. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure RPJ did read it because, you know, he's yeah, a... Uh, he did because I remember you, when you sent it out, He we had talked and he was like, oh, did you get this thing from, from Chronic? And we, we talked about it. And both of us, we've got, been on record to say, big supporters of the murderer gimmick. Yeah. It's uh, my favorite gimmick, so. But yeah, yeah uh, I don't know why people are having such a hard time. Uh, they can't let go of the motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I get it. People like the song, but... <laughs> Do do you think if you if you had different entrance music, people would would make the change a lot sooner, or do you think that just has nothing to do with it? Like if I had like a song with actual lyrics, like if you just had like no 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 like if you if you never used nobody likes me, if you just had like generic rock song, and you debuted this, like do you think the reason some people might be hesitant is because of the song, or you think that has nothing to do with it? I feel like. Uh... I feel like uh, my uh, my theme song was a big part of why I got over. Uh, sure. I don't feel like I would have been as over or had as much exposure or like had as much as acknowledgement without that song. I feel like let me find who is somebody that I don't mind offending. Um, Someone who exists and is there, but also isn't there and acknowledged as frequently. That is there, but isn't there. Yeah, like someone who exists and is in shows, but like... Doesn't actually do anything. Like CJ Hawkins. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's how I'd be. Okay. I I feel like I wouldn't be as acknowledged. I feel like a theme song really helps uh, your character. And, you know, promos really help too. But whenever I first started, I wasn't doing the best voice promos. Because I wasn't putting a lot of time into it because I wasn't sure how to go about voice promos. But now... Like I feel, I feel like I could have gotten to this point, uh, but it would have took much longer than it has right. uh, if I hadn't had the theme song and I hadn't had all the key components and elements in place. Okay. Um, let's go. Let's go back to a couple fan questions. Uh, GMR, uh, favorite feud so far. You see, this one was a tough one. I can't even remember everyone I feuded with. Let's see. There's Rockstone number one. Rockstone number two. 
Rockstone number three. <laughs> uh, there's Sean O'Connor. Mm-hmm. That's one I'd like to do again. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know necessarily feuds. I haven't really had many feuds in CCL. I've had like challengers and like tournaments and things like that. Um, there's there's Manson and AWF that I've had a feud with. Yes, I mean Manson. I mean, I would say, I'd say Ben. uh, Ben and then, like, Rockstone. I also enjoyed the Scott feud. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, I can't really, I don't remember too many. Uh, I I mean, I've had feuds, but, like, a lot of them are, like, repeats or, you know. Right. Um, GMR also asks, and this ties in perfectly. He's like, he, he, who do you want to murder next? Now, FBI. He, he, he means as who one you'd like to to face in the future. Um, um hi. There's a uh, a few people. Uh, two of which I would like to feud with, rather than have a match with. I've already had singles matches with them, but I would like to feud with them. Ray Geddes and Malik Brown. Okay. Top two people I'd like to feud with. I've had singles matches with them in CCL. Both have been really good matches, and I feel like I could work very well with both of them. I have a good personal relationship with both of them. Um, But as for other places, I would say Sean O'Connor... Um, I've like had had matches with him before, but it's it's been a really long time uh, since there's been a, a chronic uh, Sean O'Connor match. Mm-hmm. They've had literally, and I know whenever you say this, uh, it's call, but like they've had matches in call locations that take place all over the world. DIW was the UK. Um, CCWO Canada had a match in COH uh, the US they fought in New Japan Car Wrestling so I feel like they could have just they're like the Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit like mm-hmm. thing where they just fight all over the world I'd like to have a, an actual feud with him but in terms of matches uh, COH would be Goonie I think I would work well with Dooney. Um, I'd like to see Walter Scott versus Chronic. Uh, Jamal Bedlam uh, and Chronic. Who else is there? I had someone else in my head. Oh, yeah. Ryan Carroll. Oh, that fat bitch. <laughs> that, oh, speaking of fat bitches... John Blackos. John Blackos is another one. Do you know I have to go on about him stealing my gimmick? Well, that brings us to this next question. Oh, okay. Here we go. John uh, sends this question. Does he still hold a grudge against me for stealing the dumb bitch and turn it into fat bitch? Look here, John. I'm the reason you got over. 
uh, I'm the reason you're over, John Blackos. Chronic was swearing before it was I am, cool. I am John Blackos. I am the the number one Frenchman in the world. Red eye, regular skitter, effy. But fucking uh, no. Um, that's about it. Uh, John Ryan Carroll. Uh, now, but when I say Carol, I mean I think like heel versus heel things can be cool uh, occasionally, and the way Coh books Carol would would be like a oh okay these two are are staring down what's gonna happen mm-hmm. type thing because Carol Carol's a, a big character too so. yeah I think that'd be cool um oh yeah J Crack uh, they've had matches before but a feud with Chronic and J Crack would be the funniest thing I've seen. Like, Jay is hilarious, and Chronic getting, uh, basically just harassed by Jay would be would be hilarious. But yeah, basically, uh, I have quite a few, um, but I have a lot more people that I've, I've actually had matches with that I'd rather feud with than, um, actually people that I've never faced before. Right. Um, so one thing we we've kind of we we've mentioned it here and there and we've been, we've put it off to later. So now is probably a good time to mention it. You know, this year we talk about the transition to the murderer and all that, but there was a you know an unfortunate uh, bump in the road, and from from your personal life and you know a lot of people and I and I helped deliver the message to some people, and it was you know you had to. In some place, in in some cases, you had to either like exit from shows or sab- take sabbaticals from shows or what what it be, or at least drop whatever belts you had. So, what what happened, and uh, in in your life, and then what happened with the the character and the storylines? Okay, so about two months ago, and I'm gonna tell them the whole story. If you guys have ever seen a show called Shameless. I love Shameless. Okay, so you know how outrageous everything there is, right? Yeah. My life is like an episode of Shameless. <laughs> um, so, my roommate, who I have a very colorful history with. If you're really <laughs> close to me, you know. <laughs> she decided to, to, to be the world's biggest dumbass. And she decided she was going to, well, sell meth. Uh, out of my apartment, under my nose, without me knowing, as the middleman, for she didn't, she didn't cook the meth, but, you know, she was selling it. Mm-hmm. So, because I lived in this apartment with somebody selling meth, I didn't know about it till she was kicked out. <laughs> but because of that, I lost my apartment. And I was subsequently homeless. I was working for Netflix at the time, and uh, when you're homeless, you can't really work from your computer. So, I was out on the street for a while, and that affected how I was in shows. That I mean, <clears throat> I lost the uh, the national title in CCL because I couldn't be around. I lost the COH world title. You know, if you want to know the actual story going into why all this stuff happened so abruptly and all at the same time, um, I was taken out of some shows, but, you know, I also came back a lot sooner than originally planned. 
because a couple weeks ago I made a Facebook post saying I'm going to Alabama for um, a couple days with my family. Uh, they paid my way. And when I was I was there, a lot of my family came together and actually took up donations and raised quite a bit of money for me to uh, actually get my own place. So it's because my family came together that I was able to, to come back as soon as I did. But no, I'll tell you, being homeless is harder than you might think it is. I mean, I, I know it doesn't sound easy, but I, I had to steal Wi-Fi from a local McDonald's nearby the homeless shelter. I had to make friends with employees so they'd give me free food. Um, I saw an ice raid. Um, there was like a legitimate ice raid at the homeless shelter. Um, you'd see people do drugs. You'd see fights. You'd just see some really sick stuff that you wish you didn't see. You'd literally see people steal from other people. You'd see people come in after they literally just robbed someone. There's this old guy who robbed some dude. And was, spent all the money that he took from a dude and spent it on alcohol. So, yeah, I was living in a homeless shelter for a little while. And it, it's pretty rough. It really is. Yeah, I, I remember at the time because obviously, like, like now you've re revealed all this to people. And I'm people who have you out on Facebook, you know, you've revealed uh some some pieces of it to people armor because like I, I was told about it and I was like well shit obviously like, you know your your uh your life and your health was uh was first and I was like oh yeah I hadn't even mentioned me my my health um but I'm, I'm not going to do that right uh because there are some people who know about it but there also aren't people who know about it and, Not everyone needs to know that. Yeah. Um, I have a family member who knows about Kaw and sometimes will Google Mason Chronic. Or not Google Mason Chronic, but look him up on YouTube. And I don't know how much they know about my health. Right. There are some people in my family that don't know everything about my health. So we're going to keep it that way. Right. Yeah, and all that. And I remember because I was like, you know, I was like, oh, man, you know, okay, we, we do what we got to do. And then, you know, I adjusted my AWF plans, which, I mean, and you know, because we've talked about it, it didn't adjust it really all that much, but it, I think it's actually worked out for the better in storyline. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, definitely. Like, with some really cool stuff, so look forward to that, people. Um, and then the thing that's, it, it sucks about, like, you know, all everyone else's, because, you know, everyone else's stuff, it wasn't maybe as smooth, and... You know, it happens, but now you're... And, it, and it, it, it led to a very, very, very good match on CCL Undisputed. Mason Chronic versus Ray Geddes. Check it out. Right. And this brings me to uh, to Call All-Stars 11. And, you know, uh, I, I put out a, you know, Google forum so people could give their predictions for who's going to win the Call All-Stars uh, 11 matches. And it was pretty pretty uh certain that most people believe that you were going to beat fisk and like it wasn't it wasn't pretty close and i mean hell even i thought i was going to beat <laughs> <laughs> and because 
we we had talked like when we were like okay we're gonna do this match and it was like we were I, I wasn't sure at the time you know I was like okay who's gonna win and and whatnot and and I remember I was thinking I was like okay you know who could win here and and then I and I had had uh, some people who after the match who had talked to me whether it be on Discord or on Facebook and they were like oh you know he's like oh every that was all great and I was like but they didn't understand why why you lost so to kind of I mean obviously the the biggest thing is all the stuff that the chronic just you know mentioned it's I for one no one knew when things would be back to normal per se and I was like well if chronic's gone for you know six months to a year it wouldn't make sense for chronic to win and and even from a story perspective before things really started to get uh where they were I I looked at it as like okay the year before you had that you know whole series of matches and Fisk lost and I was like okay you know Fisk could use something here to to get the win nah and and that's that was my rationale with that I wanted to address that because I had some people who were asking about it so oh yeah yeah the only issue I had with the match, <clears throat> and they know about it. They know we have issues with it. Um, just how it was recorded, mm-hmm. um, I feel it could have been done better. Right. Yeah, there was. Uh... There were some. There were some things in the match, uh, and I wish I could have recorded it because you you heard my plan for it. Yeah, you you had some great ideas for it. Yeah, uh, I still want to do. I still want to record a match with Chronic like that eventually, but that will just, it will be done at a later date with someone else. Yeah. Cause that, that, that was, uh, that was the plan at one point to try and make that happen, but it, it, it went, it, there was no way they could go that way. And so it got recorded and there was some it, it, miscommunication, miscommunication. Uh, I had sent, uh, the, the person who recorded it, uh, it's, uh, some guidelines, and I stole some of the some of the ideas that you had, and I put them in there. So some of the stuff, like there are some cool stuff from the match, just maybe they weren't illustrated as they were written. Yeah. yeah, like done how they 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 could have been. Right. The good thing though is, you know, that there's always room for a rematch in the future. So. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Uh, Call Stars does specials sometimes, so yeah. I mean, could always book one there. Or I'm recording it. Facing <laughs> Chronic is recording, <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, and we because we're winding down, we're getting closer to the end here. So we have a last couple questions. Um. Yeah. What What kind of deals can I get on uh, Crunchyroll? That comes from MTB. Oh, fuck! I, I knew of this question earlier. Hold on a second. I have I have an answer prepared for you. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna try not to die. In the meantime, okay. Crunchyroll premium membership choose plan. All right. So, you like anime? You like lesbian stepsisters and uh, 
all of that. Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, we got that. You know, you already know, you know the shtick. Anyways. <coughs> Fuck. Okay, that's not the commercial. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, for one month, all you have to pay is $7.99 to go premium. No ads, uninterrupted watching. You get the latest episodes a week in advance. You're good. You're you're a weeb. Go for go for one month for seven ninety nine. Give it a try. However, if you like that and you want to try it a little more, for twenty two ninety nine or seven sixty six a month, you'll get three months. Go premium. But if you're a true weeb and you want to you want you want this to last for twelve months. At only six hundred and sixty-six, damn, that's the devil's number. <laughs> dollars a month, go premium. You're saving sixteen percent off your purchase if you get a twelve-month membership for six dollars and sixty-six cents a month. Damn, I mean, you know, it, it's funny with that question how we 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 didn't acknowledge one of the things that probably helped uh get get you i guess over per se and more more popular was uh that ecf commercial and i just want to clarify here 90 percent of that commercial was me <laughs> uh i think andrew just wanted me to uh to, to say a couple things about Crunchyroll, but I went and I edited things and brought in screenshots and, and I, I I went I'm like wait I'm a weeb so I like anime. It isn't the 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 video of like the Mason Chronic character in the 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 video game isn't that from like one of your promos that you <laughs> from like CCL. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I couldn't record my own, so I, I, I don't even think Eddie knows that. Think about think about this for <laughs> yeah. a second. You you t- that that was from a promo in CCL that got recycled into the ECF commercial that again got recycled into the AWF commercial. <laughs> it's just a promo that's recycled over and over. <laughs> you, you, I love how you recycled that clip but you just like i'm gonna record all these other ones for everyone else <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and that one too because you do the whole thing and then i'm like ah i think i've seen this one before <laughs> commercials man they can do a they can do the trick oh that's another thing call commercials have changed a hundred percent like in the past like year or so yeah like people are going above and beyond what they do with their commercials to make them stand out like back in the day, it used to just be a song and a bunch of random clips. Mm-hmm. Now, now they're skits and they're they're things that will actually catch people's attention. So, yeah, I at least for me, uh, you know, for other people, it may be different. Like to me, uh, commercials got to be something. You know, yeah, you can have like, a nice song, and sometimes it works. Like there's sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a good song. What is this from? But it to me, people know the. ECF commercial, They're like oh that that ECF chronic commercial. They know the AWF commercial because I see it. I see pe- when it when it comes on during people's shows, people you know they react to it. That's the stuff that people remember. So to me, like when I do release a new uh, AWF commercial, it's going to be in the same vein that it'll be some kind of skit uh, or something funny because people remember that. When people laugh, they remember. That's true. 
And I still have people to this day, despite the the character being old in it, every time that ECF commercial plays. And look, I... No offense to Andrew, but every time it plays, people call it the chronic commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's, that's what I've noticed. For some reason, whenever I talk to a group of people... They're like, oh yeah, you're commercial, <laughs> and I've been I've been asked that before, and I'm like, what commercial? Oh my! And then, yeah, so you know, it's the chronic commercial now. Uh, this one comes from Scott McShannon. A bit personal. Uh, how big is your dick? Uh, let me uh. <laughs> what are you gonna go measure ahead? it? Yeah, let me go ahead and measure it live. <laughs> uh, oh shit, I don't have one. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you can answer this one from uh, from an AJ Hawks. Uh, how big is Batista's dick? <laughs> oh no, did I did I just get you shooted? <laughs> <clears throat> Oh no! I mean, look, I I designed Chronic a little bit after Batista, so I'm gonna keep that information uh, well hidden. Okay. I know it. You know it, but you can't reveal it. I can't reveal it. No. Okay. Uh, and this one's different. Uh, from Eddie Mac, how would you bring Spider-Man back into the MCU, if at all? I should say. How would I bring him back into the MCU? That's that's a hard one because that that goes into a lot of legal stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like now I, I probably won't answer why, although I will give my opinion on that situation because I I don't have an answer why. Like it's just two massive companies butting heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. I know people are picking sides, Sony or Disney, Sony or Disney. But like I said, for Chronic, I like consistency. And I feel Spider-Man getting the boot out of the MCU is just inconsistent as fuck. Yes. So it's not going to make any sense, especially with how Endgame ended off. Um, Spider-Man, far from Spider-Man was, a, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, so... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was homeless. <laughs> that's that's true. I, yeah, I won't tell you anything, but it, they yeah, have yeah, they have some me. work to do. <laughs> I feel like Spider-Man was getting set up to be, like, a key player. And yeah. It just it didn't work how it should have. Um, so him getting taken out is just gonna... gonna be a big hole in the MCU. Mm-hmm. That needs to, to be fixed. Hopefully it does. Oh, I, I mean, honestly, I hope it, it they just somehow, in the ninth hour, well, reach a new deal. And Stan Lee wouldn't have wanted this. If Stan Lee was still alive, I guarantee you, 100% Stan Lee would intervene in this situation. If Stan Lee was not not dead, mm-hmm. he would he would intervene. I, I'm, I'm like 110% sure of that. Yeah. I, I hope it. I hope it somehow works out 
whatever the deal is, I mean, that's up to the companies to figure out the money and licensing and all that kinds of stuff. But yeah, they, you know, they they I think they have to. You know, I think I just I I just hope they work out a deal because fan fan backlash it does a lot. Yeah. And, you know, and everyone, you know, has their opinions and everything, but it seems like overwhelmingly people have been happy with the the MCU Spider-Man films and Tom Holland and this portrayal of the character. So they have something good here. They should keep going with it as it I is. I know. I mean, poor Tom Holland. Dude's great. Yeah. Uh, and he really enjoyed this role. I mean, I know Sony says they're going to keep making movies, but I don't want a Sony Spider-Man movie. <laughs> we, we've seen that. I'd rather a MCU continuation of a character that we're familiar with. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my whole take on that. I don't know how I'd bring him in again. Like, you you probably you probably have to see Far From Home before you could even yeah. even speculate even more. But yeah, interesting question. You know, kudos to Eddie to switching it up. Um, now this is a, a question. I, I think there's a good one to probably end it on. And, you know, we got it came from uh, Mikey Truth. Uh, he he asks, what goals does do you have to define your legacy and call? And may, maybe a better way to put that is, you know. Now you're you're the murderer. You're back and and all that. What what do you look at, look forward at? And you're like you know what do you what do you want to accomplish? What do I want to accomplish before I decide to to to, to quit call and and just go? Or what do I want to accomplish now? Um. Or or both. Overall. Both. Both. Okay. So. Now look, I'm not politicking to you or anything, but I think everyone would have this answer. Eventually, you want to be the Call Stars champion. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if there was ever a way to work a storyline with that, I would. I'd love to to try and do that before I go. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I don't care. Um. But like I said, the whole main reason for Chronic becoming the murderer was the Callister's champion not being his. The Callister's championship mm-hmm. not not being his. So there's that, of course. Um, there's a feud with Malik Brown that I would like. Um, a very particular, specific feud that I would like to talk to him about um, that I feel like me and him could work out. I want to do, and these are just things I want to do before I go. I would like to maybe one day have a stable of my own um, or be in a tag team similar to, um, what was it, Austin and Triple H? Okay, the power trip. Yeah, power trip. I was going to say the mega powers, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> Um, I would like like a meg uh, or not a mega powers a power trip kind of uh, team with Chronic like in another like big guy like big star right uh, could always do that with Ben but it's just it mass appeals like it's old like a whole different thing mm-hmm. um, the CCL title 
something I'd like. Um, I already crossed one thing off my CCL bucket list, and that was March Madness recently. Mm-hmm. March Madness was uh, something I had on there for a while. And what would I want to do personally, not as chronic, but as myself, and what I have been doing, is I've been working on Hero mm-hmm. a lot recently. I've been recording a lot of stuff from Hero. And I would like to, to do that for a couple of years um, once I start pumping shows out. Only thing is, it's really hard on Fire Pro. Um, but I, what I want is I mainly want my character to be portrayed in a way that I see fit. Um, and so far, a lot of people are doing that well. Some people are struggling, and I do tell them when they struggle. But I want the, the, the murderer character to be similar to Japan Vader, uh, in a way. Right. Japanese Vader. Um, you know, I just want my character to, to be memorable. And I think I'm doing a good job at that. I'm getting recognition from people who I never thought I'd get recognition from before. Uh, DJ Wentworth. Mm-hmm. He's a big he's, fan. We, yeah, he's acknowledged me recently, which I find really surprising. Uh, and, you know, just everyone whose show I'm involved in, like people like Eddie Mack, even at a time, I thought like he just looked at me as just someone signed on his roster because before I came back, I was just there. And now Eddie Eddie does really good by me. Uh, D Wall has taken interest in me. Uh, people people in the VWU who I thought just didn't care because you know. I associated like heavily back when like you know the the, the brand wars was was going on. Right. Uh, I thought I thought like they didn't like me at all, but you know I'm I'm well accepted over there by a lot of people over there. So I feel like I'm doing a good job at defining what chronic is, and I feel like say I retired next year, like chronic would be able to be called like somewhat of a legend mm-hmm. just basically off what I've done the past couple years I don't know if that's thinking too highly of myself but I would say it's ground for if I retired like it would be meaningful in a way like oh Chronic's retiring uh, good on him uh, hate to see it but like you know, I feel like if I left, I'd have a little bit of a legacy to leave behind. Right. I and I I'd like, and I I think this is my perspective, but I, I'd like to think that that you have, uh, you've left a a good legacy for for whenever you do decide. So, and hopefully that's you know still still a bit away because I I'm excited for what's to come. You know, we we can't say that because it hasn't happened yet, but. I'm Look, this is one of my this is one of my favorite hobbies to do. Uh, I really like the creativity aspect of it. So as long as life doesn't get in the way, I'm going to keep doing it. Eventually, I'm sure life will get in the way, and I'll have to to call it quits. Like, but until then, I mean, I'll just I'll, I'll keep doing it, and, or until like Chronic becomes like 90 years old, and I'm like 
I, I'm like 62 doing Cobb. Like, <laughs> doing it at 62 and still not in the Colossus Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, fucking Minoru Suzuki status. <laughs> Old man chronic. Oh, I, I jobbed Suzuki out last year during Colossus Weekend. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, basically, as long as I have a memory and a legacy to leave behind, then I'm happy. Um, and I feel like I've left my mark. I feel like I could leave tomorrow and be like, well, damn, we miss Mason Chronic. Mm-hmm. I think so. But, you know, hopefully that, that day is a long bit away. And, you know, I look forward to... Maybe do, maybe doing this again with this interview down the road, and we'll we'll see where Mason Chronic has gone since then. And we've talked a little bit about Hero because I maybe by then we'll have more episodes and more content out, and we can talk all about that. So uh, I wish you the best of luck with everything uh, that's coming up with Hero. Because there's so if you guys aren't subscribed or following on Twitter, do that. Because it's gonna. Be I will make sure Sean will put that link in the description below. Uh, now I have to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so go subscribe, go watch all that, and go support uh, all the shows that you, that you're a part of. And let's see what's next for the murderer. Thank you, Crown.